What's going on, y'all? Jason back with another episode of Vikings Daily Sit Rep. If you're new to the channel and you like what we're doing, if you could give us a like, subscribe, hey, ring the bell, it would be greatly appreciated. Today we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic on Vikings Twitter. We're going to be talking about Kirk Cousins. So Mike Zimmer's out, Rick Spielman's out, the Vikings are deep into their GM search. And so the next question is obviously going to be, what are the Vikings going to do with Kirk Cousins? It is time for Climbing the Pockets, Vikings Daily Sit Rep. Uh, and over the last four years, Kirk Cousins has kind of become a bit of a Rorschach task amongst uh, Vikings fans, be it on Facebook, Reddit, Twitter. Uh, whatever your opinion of Kirk Cousins, you're probably going to be able to find something that justifies or backs that thing up. Um, and so I decided, I got a little bored, dug a little deep, um, so I decided to pull some, some things together just to get a, a picture for myself of why Kirk Cousins is so divisive um, and to try to get an understanding. Like, at this point, is Kirk Cousins overrated, underrated? Like, where are we at with him? And so the first thing I tried to do is, you know, step away from any of the narratives that surround Kirk Cousins. Like, we're not going to talk about whether he's a, a leader or not a leader or if he can cook steak or not cook steak or if he's kind of a bit of a dork or any of those things. Like, none of that actually matters to what we're talking about today. Really trying to just dig in and look at an aggregation of how either other people are viewing Kirk Cousins, be it through rankings how some advanced stats are looking at Kirk, how Kirk shows up in traditional stats, um, and then try to pull it all together, looking at that, adding a bit of context in with um, with the salary cap and kind of where we're at with that. And so jumping in, you know, the first thing I decided to do before jumping into stats, doing anything like that, was just to get a picture from around the league of kind of at this point, at the end of the season, QB rankings, where does Kirk Cousins fall? And so I pulled the rankings together for ESPN, NFL.com, Pro Football Focus, and the Pro Football Network, and averaged them all together to see where Kirk Cousins ranked, just kind of from these different methodologies, different sports networks kind of talking about quarterbacks at the end of this season. And so what we found is after it was all said and done, Kirk Cousins ranked 10th, which, you know, seems respectable. Kirk Cousins, top 10 quarterback, is something that a lot of folks have said. Hell, Eric Eager, who many will call a Kirk Cousins detractor, said at the beginning of the season he would have had Kirk Cousins ranked around 8th if he was doing QB rankings at the start of the season. We're seeing here an aggregate at the end of the season. Kirk Cousins is coming out, ranks 10th. That would put him as around a Tier 2, bottom of Tier 2, top of Tier 3 sort of quarterback. Not sure you'd get too much disagreement from that. That feels like a reasonable ranking for Kirk Cousins. So... I decided to keep going, keep digging, keep seeing what else we could find. And so I think this is where things start to break down, where you end up with maybe the two more extreme camps when it comes to Kirk Cousins. You jump into the advanced stats. And so for this, I went to uh, runningbacksdontmatter.com, Ben Baldwin's analytics site. I pulled an EPA per play, success rate, completion percentage over expectation, QBR from ESPN. And then I also pulled in pro football focus grade. And so this is where things end up maybe getting a little bit dicey. This is when I think we start to get to a place where we get to have a bit more heated discussion about Kirk Cousins from supporters and detractors. Because when you average all of his rankings together across all of those stats, Kirk Cousins now looks like a very middle of the road, 
average sort of quarterback. And so what this shows us, and like there's context, these stats will show that, you know, in large part, the offense that Kirk Cousins has been leading as quarterback has been an average offense overall. And so we're looking at this. And so you have another camp of folks who are looking at these numbers now and saying like, oh, Kirk Cousins is maybe more average than would have been expected. The reasons that many people will like the advanced statistics is that when you're projecting forward, you're looking at future performance, these stats tend to do a better job of predicting what will happen next than some of the more traditional statistics that most of us grew up on. But that's not fair to just go with the advanced stats and not look at the other side of the conversation. And so the last set of statistics that I jumped into are the more traditional stats, the ones that we hear on the network most often. When you're talking about completion percentage, yards, touchdowns, interception percentage, uh, touchdown to interception ratio, passer rating, net yards per attempt. And so when you look at all of those stats and you look at how Kirk Cousins ranks in those, you get the other end of the more polarized part of the conversation, which is that Kirk Cousins is a top five NFL quarterback. And so here we are now. We have three different ranking methodologies. When you're looking at traditional stats, the ones that most NFL fans are looking at, Kirk Cousins is a top five NFL quarterback. If you're looking at advanced stats that predict or project into the future, Kirk Cousins comes out as a more average quarterback. And then if you're looking at just rankings from around the league, Kirk Cousins comes out as a fringe top 10 quarterback. So I'm going to ask you, which of those feels most accurate? Is Kirk Cousins a top five QB, top 10, top 15? Which of those feels like a, an accurate representation of Kirk Cousins is, who Kirk Cousins is as a player? All of those examples can be out there. What I would offer up as a final thing is that none of those things actually matter because we're not Kirk Cousins fans. We're Vikings fans. And so what ultimately matters is what kind of team can we build around our chosen quarterback? And so when you go over to the next, the last thing that I looked at, this is where it becomes more clear to me why the Vikings are having such the struggle that they are building around Kirk Cousins. The Vikings spent more money in terms of the salary cap at the quarterback position than any other team in the NFL. Kirk Cousins plus Sean Mannion, Kellen Mond, etc., had the highest cap number for any team across the league. And so what that means is that in order for Kirk Cousins to return value as a quarterback, for us as we're team building, Kirk Cousins would need to perform as the best quarterback in the NFL. And so why we might argue about top five, top 10, top 15, is there really anyone who thinks Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the NFL? Because if you don't, then it's clear. We're not getting value for Kirk Cousins at his current contract. Because the NFL does not exist in a vacuum. And so when you have a team like Philadelphia, and while Philadelphia did get beat down in the playoffs, they made the playoffs, a place that we have only been once in the Kirk Cousins era. And part of the reason that the Eagles were able to make the playoffs, even though Jalen Hurts is nowhere near as good a quarterback as Kirk Cousins, is that the Eagles spent less at the quarterback position than any other team in the NFL, which then gave them the opportunity to find relief in other places, 
bolster other places, spend in free agency, bring in a Darius Slay, things like that, things that the Vikings weren't able to do, things the Vikings can't do because we're spending top dollar at the position. And so if you are spending top dollar at the position, if Kirk Cousins, in terms of his cap number, is more than Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it makes it very difficult for you to build a team around Kirk Cousins. So I would ask us all as Vikings fans, let's maybe move around, move away from this discussion of underrated, overrated, um, because at the end of the day, none of that actually matters. Unless maybe you're Kirk or a member of Kirk Cousins' family. None of those conversations actually matter. What matters to us as Vikings fans is what kind of team can I build around the quarterback? Who is the most important player? And will that team be good enough to get us to where we want to go? And the reality is, when you look at things right now, if we can agree that Kirk Cousins is somewhere between top five and top 15, then we're also agreeing that paying him number one doesn't get the Vikings to where they want to go because we're not getting the value that we need back from that position. And so that's it. That's my rant. Is Kirk Cousins overrated? Is he underrated? I don't know. It depends on who you ask and what data set they're looking at because at the end of the day, whatever you think of Kirk Cousins, you'll likely be able to find stats that back that up. But the one stat that we need to bring into this conversation or the one metric that we need to look at is how much are we paying for what we're getting in that performance? And is it providing us with the surplus value that we need to build a winning team? And at this point, it hasn't. In the future, maybe it could be. But until we get to that future, yeah, I would say right now, if anything, the Vikings have previously overrated Kirk Cousins. We'll see what this new regime thinks when they come. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climb in the Pocket. Skull, everybody.